Hi there, I'm Veronica Wilhelm, and I'm here to tell you how to have the best day ever at work. saying we've been joined by a gentleman in the next practice room over who <laughs> is doing scales, doing a very good job warming up their voice. Um, and so if we hear any like errant melodies in the background, like that's great. We'll take an errant melody. That sounds lovely. So for this episode, we're going to talk about how to pick an organization to get involved with. I had a friend ask me if she would regret joining her PTSA. Um, and PTSA is like Parent Teacher Student Association. It's like a PTA plus. If so, if you're going into a situation sort of anticipating regret, let me tell you, this is what you will feel. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy, and it's not just for fantasy novel fans. It's your brain being primed to look for things that confirm a belief you already have about an outcome, and thereby bringing about that outcome. For example, if you believe a child is a bad child and emphasize all their moments of frustration and anger and outbursts and dysregulation, all they're ever going to hear is the bad things and likely create the story that they are a bad child and live out that cultural story. So if you're going into something like, oh God, is this going to be bad? Mm, Probably yes, because you've already primed your brain to look for the bad things to confirm the story and potentially fulfill the opinion of fear that you have that would make it bad. But if you notice that story, if you notice the cultural predispositions to being hassled by volunteer commitments, see tropes like the overly involved PTA president, the rule-loving HOA, soccer moms, Karens, etc., no coincidence that most of these are images associated with women, then you can actually examine what would make a good fit for you. So start out by realizing every volunteer organization you go into will have issues. There's just no getting around it. They are not tailored to your particular needs. You have less influence because you are not getting paid and there is no one getting getting paid to take your feedback into account. So not only is there no one actively monitoring employee morale, there's also less incentive for you to give feedback and likely fewer formal processes for doing so. These organizations often incorrectly assume there won't be conflict or simply forget about it. Systems like giving and receiving feedback, performance reviews, and systems for fielding complaints internally just don't exist. And most of the time, these organizations are operating on such a scarcity mindset that they think they have to get anyone, even if that person is not meeting the obligation of their role. So if you go into it realizing that it will be less about getting your needs met and more as a way of taking care of your community, which includes you, you'll be set up better from the start. It's a relationship, not a transaction. In traditional workplaces, we do a job and we get paid. That's transactional, one thing for another, tit for tat. In volunteer organizations, we get out what we put in. It's relational and the result is not necessarily as clear cut as payment for services or one to one give and get. It's about connection, belonging, shaping, and requires a mindset more like what you have with friends and family. The input to output equation is not always perfectly balanced and it's not about balancing it. Any community organization you join should be first and foremost a way to embody the legacy you want to leave on this planet. Let's just pause for a second and let that sink in. Any organization you join should be a way to embody the legacy you want to leave. Think about what you want people to say about you when you die. If it's, he was a titan of industry and kicked asses and took names, then your connections with the world, the people and organizations you work with and for will be very different than someone who wants a legacy of, he was an unfailingly optimistic person who helped bring levity to everything he did. 
To me, neither are morally better. They're just different. The approach of the first will be very different from the approach of the second. Knowing what you want your legacy to be, what values come with that, maybe even what your mission statement looks like will help focus your attention and energy. And let's talk about values for a minute. When I say values, it sounds like a sort of squishy thing, something that is sort of intangible. But to me, it's very, very tangible. Values are not abstract. They mean very specifically the words that are important to you and how you want to move through the world. It is not a rhetorical question or a vague thing you gesture at. I have a whole webinar about finding your values, and it's a very quick but deep activity to get three to five words that you can use to tell you the way you want to go about doing something. Values tell you what you are protecting, what you are bracing against, what you want to feel, and how you want to go about getting those feelings. They are not just vibes. They are the very things you are trying to uphold in the world. My values are stability, communication, love, abundance, and accountability. These are things that when I don't have them, I feel unstable, which is funny because one of my values is stability. My nervous system gets activated, so I do feel like I'm in a fight or flight state, whether that's a chronic or acute depends on the situation. If I'm feeling off or bad or grumpy, unmoored or not quite myself, I can look at this list and it helps me see what's missing then I can make some shifts to increase that missing values presence in my life. Values come to us from our culture and our family, but also our trauma and our subcultures and communities, and they can change over time. Some of the deepest therapeutic work you can do is unlearning the values that were given to you in your early environments. I had values that were a product of a Southern upbringing that stopped fitting for me as I spent more time in Seattle and had space from that environment. So when I say values, I'm talking about this very powerful tool for gauging how you feel good and whole in the world in a way that is clear and actionable. And if you want to find your own values, you can do my values webinar. It's on the website, wilhelmconsulting.com slash discover your values webinar. It's only $27. It comes with a huge list of values words, over 200. So you can pick and choose and reflect instead of having to come up with those words like you're a living dictionary or something. Okay, so back to finding out if an org is right for you. So you think about your legacy, maybe even your mission statement. You think about the values you have to carry those things out. You take those things you know about yourself and match them against the stated beliefs and goals of the organization you're looking to work with. You should be able to find these relatively easily. Know that new organizations or organizations recovering from big changes like a pandemic might be in flux, so their goals might not be as easy to find. But if you do a little digging, if you can find them quickly enough that you don't get frustrated, then proceed. But if you can't, if you find yourself exasperated with hunting down that basic information, then it's an indication of how you might feel working with the organization. Once you find that information, see if it resonates with you. If they're taking an approach or a stated approach that aligns with how you see yourself moving through the world, then move forward with the things I mentioned earlier in mind. It's a relationship, not a transaction. It's not here to be your everything, just part of your community. You're responsible for its care intending, not the other way around. But if their stated approach and goals don't align with you, then you can peel off and move on, or you can decide if you want to be a major change maker within. This is when it becomes less about OD and more about politics and influence. If you have some mental and social resources, then proceed. If you have an activist heart and playbook, then you could be successful. But be aware of your limitations limitations and what is you bending a pre-existing community to your will, which is very costly and sometimes really narcissistic and manipulative. That's right. I said it. If you go into a volunteer situation and want to work against the stated goals, you're inherently centering your own needs, which is narcissism and will require manipulation. Ultimately, what we're talking about is if something is going to be life-giving or life-taking, 
If reading through a website feels draining, I can guarantee it will be life-taking. But if you're feeling good, or at least neutral, there's a good chance it will be life-giving. I knew going into several of the volunteer commitments I had that I would be trying to change some baked-in approaches, but I also saw where there was ample desire to shift already in place. People who were tired, burnt out, wanting help, and I had the resources to change that. But if I didn't see the potential for change, if I wanted something drastically different than what everyone else wanted, it would be a waste of my time and energy and ultimately cause a lot of harm in the group. I've been a consultant to groups like that where one person was operating wildly outside the desires of the group, and it's upsetting, sometimes traumatizing, and often unethical. Those folks either burn everyone out until they're the only ones standing, which always takes a level of detachment from the impact around them that's kind of remarkable, or they're removed, often after a lot of pain and intense feelings. So to summarize, know what legacy you want to leave, know your values, which are actual tangible things that can form your time on the planet. And then as you're looking at joining volunteer organizations, see if their stated values and goals match up with yours. If you can't seem to locate them before feeling frustrated or disappointed, it's a good sign of how you'll feel within the organization. If you find the goals and values and they don't match with you, maybe move on or look for signs that the organization is ready for some change. If you do engage, be prepared to treat it not as a job, but as a community. You will feel better about it if you think of it as a longer term engagement where the work is relational, not transactional, and that the input and output won't always be equal. I'm so glad you could join me today. Share this episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Veronica. Sign up for my newsletter at wilhelmconsulting.com. Check the show notes for the links to everything. Check the show notes. <laughs> Check where? The show notes. Check the show notes. <laughs> Excellent.